1: i am richard porter i'm johnny smith and this is smith
0: and sniff a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things
1: well i forgot to say to you because i know i spoke to you earlier um Hmm. i I, I saw a really severe a pillar gash today (laughs) really Probably the worst a pillar gash I've seen on the roads what? in Great Britain. Yeah, well, hang on, wait. You mean
0: as in somebody's damaged their a pillar? Somebody's really gashed their a pillar. The car—it was actually torn open. Damaged, a damaged a pillar goes through me
1: because it's so structural. Well, it's it's over mm. for a car. But mm. this, this was this was uh, this was actually an open gash. Um, on on the front wing, and it caught the a pillar and actually like cut it open a bit, and Bloody then s- and then the windscreen was was um was splintered, and then the door it had really caught the door where it had gone from the front wing to the door. Oh, it was so aggressive, and the person was still driving around, and it, it pulled into the fuel station while I was speaking to you on the telephone and admiring the Indian family having a picnic at whatever it was eight a.m. In a in a hybrid Toyota S-Steamer, which looked oh. amazing with twin electric doors, Ooh. and on the other side was a, a first gen Range Rover spokes that was that had so much negative camber on the back because it had really sagged like a dog wiping its <laughs> bum on the grass, <laughs> 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 and it did make me chuckle a little bit. Did you see that
0: photo that someone sent us? I can't remember if they emailed it or put it on socials. A, a couple of weeks ago of a Phaeton parked outside someone's house on the street. I didn't see that. Was it saggy? Uh, Well, you only knew it was parked because there was nobody in it, but otherwise you'd believe that it was it was undergoing profound hard acceleration because it was so <laughs> squatted at the back <laughs> <laughs> did it the front did, the front was rearing up but there was it, nobody in it and it was parked in a marked bay so uh, it was just
1: suspension failure did it look it like a, someone had just casually um, played a trick on, on their next-door neighbour and ordered 7 tons of granite and just put it in the boot pop the boot and go can you just tip it in there yeah, just lower the bags yeah. in there. <laughs> the car's just gone all the way to the floor. It's On its own. there's
0: um, there's a speed bump near where I live that is it catches cars out, and I've I think it's sometimes it's the car, sometimes it's the driver. They've gone over too fast. And the other day, because you get that scrapey sound, mm. but the other day, I could hear sirens. And it's on, because it's on a, it's, it's on a, like a, a thorough fairy, but not sort of super busy road. Sirens, police coming. And I was just out with the dog. I was like, oh, hello. Because and, and I was right by the speed bump. I was like, hang on, it's the speed bump. What are they going to do? Are they going to
1: ease off? Didn't ease off. You've got ringside seats, haven't you? I no,
0: I think, I, I mean, I don't want to be one of those simpletons who stops and stares at things in the street. <laughs> but I think I might have <laughs> certainly slowed down a bit to get a ringside seat for this. Because I was like, and then, and sure enough, they just attacked it full gusto. And it's one of those. It's an up, onto, and off the other side because it's part of a crossing. Oh, this speed bump. So you've got a bit. You've almost got two stages. And I think that's yeah. partly why some cars. It's wheelbase related, and it's sort of you know, spring and damper related. But Peugeot three hundred and eight estate police car. Yeah. Went onto it. Well. Did it back kick like a donkey, like an angry donkey? Well, kind of, because it came off it. I was like, I was going to scuff. Front bumper slash sort of under trait is scuffing yeah. straight away. Yeah. But the scuff sounds definitely came from somewhere in the back. And then as it kept on driving off up the road away from me, I looked back and I was like... How much crap have they got in the boot of this police car? Because it was it was squatting like a, a shitting dog. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. But I it think was, maybe yeah yeah they save some money. I was thinking now maybe it's a, I mean I presume it's still just the local like what used to be called panda cars. I don't know, but because you, you know when they've got all the kit in all the cones and the signs, the sort and of the highway patrol
1: type. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they always yeah. whack those in the back of a. Well, it was a 5 series till their engines started chewing themselves, wasn't it? And then sort of Volvos. But I think they always, they'd go for something with self levelling for a good reason.
1: Uh yeah, but well, I that wonder would figure. If that would figure.
0: This police force in my area has tried to save a few quid by just going, ah, three oh eight estate'll handle
1: it. It'll be fine, it'll be absolutely fine. It's why, why is why are we on our ninth exhaust for that car that
0: we've had for a month? <laughs> I do
1: like it when you see a car or sometimes an unladen van do the back kick, the sort of donkey hind leg back kick, because they go yeah. over a speed ramp too quick. The front yeah. manages it and there's a bit of weight to kind of handle the the um the damping but at the rear it just rears up and basically hot bunny hops doesn't it
0: yeah i've had I've, it i've been in things that have done that as well and it makes a, a distinctive noise yeah there's a noise and yeah. it's not very nice it's not a bad like
1: it's not a bad bad noise but somehow you just go mm. it's bump stop kissing but really yeah. really like heavy contact slobbery drunk wedding kissing
0: yeah Vans no, leaf sprung you know.
1: vans are very good. Yeah, for there's that, though, there's a there. lot of bump stop
0: kissing going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what was the car that had the
1: A pillar the gash? severe A pillar gash? It was a Mazda three. Oh, and um, it was still being driven on the road. So I can only presume because the thing is, is that w- that would get written off. So either mm. the person has just done it, I don't know themselves on their own drive or like in the car park of where they work and gone. Oh gosh. You, but so wait, you just Was all the damage sort of above the waterline? Was it like top half of the car damage? It was on the top of the wing. It, the gash starts on the top of the wing and it had torn the top of the wing open and then hooked the bottom of the A pillar. So there was no damage to the lower bit of the car or the bumper or anything like that? No, the, no suspension will be alright and stuff. It's just it's kinked the A pillar and then it's it's lifted open. I bet the passenger door didn't open properly. <laughs> but <laughs> and maybe so you it think did. They'd
0: driven into
1: a parked lorry trailer or mm. would that be too high wouldn't it well i was thinking like a sort of those the back end of a lot of those truck trailers are very ang- angular and unforgiving mm. or um a skip some of those oh, skips skip. have got those nodules on the side which they put the yeah. hooks around to to lift them onto the back of the lorry i mean if you catch one of those it's it's curtains
0: i took off the door mirror on a Renault Megane on one of those oh you naughty swine well, the thing is, people may not realise about modern cars, and this is my excuse. On cars, the, the things like the door mirrors are, I think, designed to come off with a certain amount of force for pedestrian safety reasons.
1: Ah, uh, yes. It's like somebody, a guy that I met fairly recently, that can dislocate his shoulder really easily and then put it back uh, in, which made me feel quite unwell. Uh, but, yeah. But it's a car like that, isn't it? It's like an intentional dislocation, yeah, which you can hopefully... As long as you get it right and you're not too aggressive, you can pop it back in. Uh, no, not in
0: this case. Oh. It, it fully popped off and landed on the road. Oh, okay. Right, this right. was the. This was so long ago. This was the, you know, the, the bum-back megan um, Yeah, my my the, favourite. My favourite Megane. Well, so this was a pre-production one that was one of the first in the country that Renault had lent to us at Top Gear so we could see what it was like because we were planning not only to road test it but then to crash it. Mm. But not this particular one. This one was like a, a, a just the, they brought it in to, you know, sort of show off to dealers and things, I think. So they ideally wanted it in the same shape. It was when it left their premises. And I had to ring the PR man and go, um, yeah, that McGann you left us. I, I, I'm afraid the passenger door mirror. <laughs> He's I, not on I've it. Sort of, <laughs> sort of knocked it off. And he went, hmm, where is it? And I went, oh, it's all right. I went back and picked it up. It's in the boot. And he went, and it's not much use there, is it? And I was like, "No, it's not." I'm sorry. Oh, and he no. was, He was quite cross. Not
1: cool with it. No, not cool with it. Which
0: you know, it was. It was a stupid thing. I was looking for a parking place on a dark street, and I just clipped, just clipped one of those noddy things on a on a skip. School. I, th-
1: I think the thing is, is, is this this A pillar um, gash uh, victim. I think what they're going to do because if the car's fundamentally mechanically all good and and it's not a it's not an insurance claim where you've got to you've got to deal with other people it's just your own silly fault let's say just just go and f- get it full of filler fill it up with filler <laughs> and, and then just paint it you know like you know like bad you know front <laughs> bad front garden re- repainting of cars i've seen a bit of it yeah. uh, um, it, it yeah. used to happen all the time 70s 80s bit of 90s oh, yeah. and I, i've done it i've done it twice there's something quite satisfying about it, getting, them, getting your mates around and, I don't know, your mate needs his door painting and you all just try it. But um, the, the thing is, the car's now largely worthless to anyone apart from you. Because if it's mechanically yeah. perfect um, and it's got lots of life left in it, 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 it's either going to get bailed or you just keep it and you just cover over the sins a little bit. Mm. I'm, I'm okay with that. I would do that.
0: But if uh, you suspect the passenger door won't open mm. because of the damage, so well, you, you're effectively just sort of br- bricking up the door, aren't I'm you? I'm bricking so.
1: up the door. I'm not going to stop using the car, no.
0: I think the door's yeah, hi, going to I'll stay. I'll give you a lift. Uh, you have to get in the back, though. So well, <laughs>
1: every time you give someone a lift...
0: <laughs> Even you know, if it's just a work
1: colleague, they have to get in the back. No, I tell you what I do. I change the orientation of the seats a little bit. I put, I turn the passenger seat into a captain's chair, so that you could get in through the back door, rear facing, rear facing passenger, so they could chat to you and make eye contact with you, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you turn off the airbag. And uh, and then people sitting in the back could face them, so it's like a conference suite, but in a much smaller car. (laughs) (laughs) That would work really well, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on a
0: budget, they'd be sort of they'd be kind of able to make eye contact with you, wouldn't they? they, Well, if they were talking to you as the driver, they could slide the seat back slash forwards.
1: Yeah, it'd be like, and um, you'd be you'd be sort of face to face, like almost. a sort of dentist chair dentist uh, scenario, maybe. I mean, it could well, like they creepy. could recline it, yeah. They could recline it and then be sort of lying with
0: their head effectively on like the dashboard, exactly, for, for having a chat, a bit dentistry,
1: bit dentistry. So talk to somebody in the back. Maybe they're having
0: a meeting. This is you're taking a couple of work colleagues, and they're going, actually, do that's you know, right. I just need to talk to Sue about those um, spreadsheets. So I'm just going to slide the passenger seat towards the back of the car, yeah, and uh, we can have a chat without disturbing you while you're getting what? on. With driving your master,
1: why don't you pull a small curtain across like a hospital ward <laughs> curtain? Um, just pull it, just pull it across, dividing them and then you. The curtain goes yeah. behind your seat and in front of theirs. Um, and then they have the, the you, you cackle, you turn up magic radio, mm. job yep. done. Yep. Um, and then when they finish, they do this. And, and, and all of this positivity is born out of a negative A pillar gash situation. Because so, because I'm thinking about this, and even the seatbelt.
0: Well, Maybe the going to be too far away, isn't it? You're going to. Have
1: to... <laughs> I don't. But then, put a harness you... on it. Ha- mm. Yeah, exactly. That... <laughs> would, would you just go and get like you know an OMP uh, four, four, 4 jobber? Forgot mm-hmm. what you call them. Four point harness. Four point. Yeah. Uh, or Nacca,
0: a knacker crusher.
1: Uh, don't get it no, we don't get it. That's a five point, isn't it? Or a six, where you, you get the yeah, the, oh, I see. The yes, proper, of course. Yeah, like yeah. you know, the nether region yeah. um straps, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you probably won't need those because obviously the impact would be different, the, the forces would be different if you had an incident in a captain's chair. Um, well, I'm just
0: wondering if you really need the seatbelt because, yeah, if you have a head on, I mean, you're, you're no. going.
1: You're to, I don't know what's going to happen. Get a second-hand second winged rally seat. You know, the ones which have the wings for the helmet protection, the lateral force. Yeah. Get one of those. I, yeah, but then you're going to lose the recline. And I uh, like the yeah. idea that
0: you can just sort of recline and lie there and, and be, just be chatting chatting to the driver, but, but in a very relaxed position.
1: These are all and, incredible ideas that I've had some hours after seeing the car in question. I could have written all this down on a post-it. And put it under the windscreen wiper of the mud. Have 3. you considered turning your
0: passenger seat around? <laughs> I wonder, could you do that? I suppose it's just all the same fixings, isn't it?
1: Surely you just flip it around. I mean, I, I'm, yes. I'm sure you'd have to fabricate a few bits and bobs, but I mean, mm. as long as you turned off. I mean, you don't. I guess you didn't have to turn off the airbag because if the seat was, if the seat was a, a decent, sturdy seat. Um, then <laughs> you probably- yes but if you're in recline mode dentist
0: mode let's call it Den- you probably don't want the airbag to there's a crash you're forced backwards yeah from what your perspective and then punched in the back of the head by the airbag
1: <laughs> you'd get the <laughs> side curtain side curtain would still be okay there, wouldn't it side yeah. curtain should still be fine
0: you mean the side curtain airbag rather than the curtain that you're going to install in a sort of s shape that goes around the yeah, back of the driver's seat, and then round
1: this. That's right, not the S curtain. No, that's so not right. the S <laughs> <laughs> the, n- the Nissan curtain. Yes, the curtain. I, uh, I, think it's d- a brilliant
0: idea. Can't yeah. see any problems with this at
1: all. In fact, you know, you've just saved a car from being thrown I've, away. Well, we, 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 I think we're going to have to tighten our belts in the world um, and mm. try and maybe, like I said um, the other week, uh, hold on to cars a little bit longer than we have done. This could, mm. this could do it. Also. You know, there's flip out tables which come up and then across on like on air airplanes where you have your food. Yeah. You can maybe yeah. get one of those. There's a chap that I follow and, and know on um, Instagram, Stuart Aviation. He 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 breaks salvage airplanes and, and turns them into furniture and art. I could say to him, oh, hey, can yeah. I have one of those tables? Get one of those. Put it mm. on the captain's chair before you mm. know it. You've got an actual conference table. I mean, you could even go the whole hog. Um, attached to the headlining, um, um, a pull-down um, screen, and then you could do mm. a slideshow or um, PowerPoint presentation for the back of your slightly cramped Mazda three. Um, uh, I, I don't remember that car being that cramped, and it's, it sort of feels no, like you've it's you okay. just
0: created a, a, a little business Mazda. Which you should go on Dragons Den with this
1: because they. It's, well, you turn, you know, turn a terminally damaged car. Yeah. That, the but one, one is
0: thinking. I've, I've had enough of losing all this money on heavy depreciating Maybeks and things like that. I'm just going to uh, just going to go Mazda three with a damaged a pillar. Oh, and oh
1: he's the passenger seat flipped around. He's already on, but before the end of the pitch, he's on Cynetic's website um, looking at <laughs> a pillar kinked cars, and he's going, "Yeah, that'll do." There you go, Mercedes E class. Look, all really good, full service history, but terminal a pillar kink. That's fine. That'll yeah. do me fine. Right.
0: I I mean, why don't? Because, you know, I remember the Renault Espace. Yeah. It was the first car I can remember where you could swivel the front seats. Yeah. Back in the 80s. And it it looked incredibly exciting to see this as a feature. But you couldn't do it. You you were sort of sternly warned that this was only to be done when the car was stopped, which for the driver makes sense, but for the passenger... (laughs) Makes sense. I'm sure I remember that they did some research, and actually, it would be safer if seats on airliners faced the back.
1: Yeah, I've heard this. some RAF transport yeah, military. Planes? I think I think troop carrying planes you face backwards. In the, and if mm. anyone's listened to this who's, who's military has military trained or has a, as has a career in the military, I'm sure they can verify that you tend to mm. sit rear facing. Yeah. Because, obviously, like you, the, your, neck, your neck is already taking up the slack, as it were, so there mm. is no whiplash to be had. It's always got a bit of padding. No. You have to make sure your seat's adjusted correctly. But, we, you know, we, we, we'd smooth out the ergonomics of this Mazda 3 captain's chair A-pillar. Yeah, a- I mean, you're only at the prototyping st- well
0: the mental prototyping I mean, stage mental really. you haven't- yeah yeah which is you know the the, the cheapest part of the process but it's <laughs> yeah but why don't they I just this is you're saying this and joking aside it sort of sounds like quite a good idea gash day pillar or not it's like what well, if you wanted to create a little sort of like a you know why why don't isn't a company doing it for um prices and then You've got a sort of nice little Uber setup where you can get more people in it without accidentally sitting on the driver's mobile phone and (coughs) bag.
1: (laughs) What about, uh, yeah, and in the old days, it would have been a bag full of CDs, whichever CDs you were going to take on the trip that day, which I was trying to explain to my daughter recently. But um, she was like, what? So, because I took her out out in the Beetle and it obviously has a CD player in the glove box. And Hmm. she said, but like, What about if you want to listen to something else? Um, Mm. I said, well, I I used to stash under the seat a little zip bag which could carry 10 CDs. So I used to Mm. rotate my different 10 CDs, as I'm sure you did, and loads of people listening to this. So on a daily or weekly basis, I'd be like, right, this week I'm going to go for a different 10. Let's have a bit of metal there. Let's have a bit of um, Britpop there. Let's have a bit of rave there or whatever. (laughs) And then if if you're bored (laughs) of the radio, you know you've got that selection of 10 under the seat ready to go. Yeah. but um yeah yes. I, I, it was quite a process,
0: hmm. wasn't it the the sort of ceremonial deciding of the c d s that would go even more if you were going on holiday,
1: oh, hell I used to it, go on yeah. holiday
0: with a discman
1: and oh, a, wow. and a sort
0: of fat wallet of c d s that could probably take about thirty discs or something, and. Yeah. My wife's still got that. Agony that of, oh my god! But what if I want to listen to the soundtrack to the beach while I'm on holiday? Uh, better put that in there. Oh god! I haven't got any Lloyd Cole whatsoever. I better bring some of that. And it's just it was it was quite a process.
1: Well, it was it was it was real human brain Spotify, wasn't it? Where you just have to quickly fast forward through the next seven days and go right. What, how much driving am I going to do? What because if I was driving abroad, like if I was testing a car and taking it back to Germany, or which I used to do, a reasonable amount of you know continental driving mm. for, for 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 the purposes mm. of work, I'd go right. But if I'm in Germany, I do want some German esque music. There would always be Kraftwerk. <laughs> Kraftwerk would have to be in there. <laughs> Kraft, I know it's cliche, right? Let's put Kraftwerk in. Got to do that, and it always felt right. Mm. Um, but I don't have people because I don't. I'm a bit odd in that I still like CDs and I still like rummaging my CDs and I don't use Spotify. I actually don't know how to use Spotify. I've just admitted that in a public space. I mean, Uh, it's not complicated. I feel like the reason you
0: don't know how to use it is because you haven't tried.
1: No, I haven't. I mean, do you need an app for it? I don't even know. Mm. Presumably you do. You need to register. I hate registering with stuff. I'm a bit of a commitment phobe. It just irritates me. So um, that's maybe why I haven't. but yeah, maybe I but will. Then you see, yesterday I had to go out and
0: just do a bit of driving around because I was r- r- writing about a car and I hadn't really driven it. So I went <laughs> Good and did a big drive. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, on balance, for professionalism's sake, I should probably drive the car a bit more before I gave my verdict on it. And um so I went for a big drive, which was quite nice. It was a lovely day, and uh, I went up into the the sort of Cotswolds and. The Cots welds in Midlands. lovely. Oh, I saw a burnt-out combine harvester, which was very oh. sort of a, a dramatically weird thing. To see, I came yeah. in the corner, yeah, and there was—I could just see, uh, sort of on the on the kind of brow of this field as it rose up, I could just see a fire engine in the middle of a field. And I thought, "Well, that's a, an odd thing to see." And then, as I came further round and the hedge dropped down, there was just the burnt-out hulk of a combine harvester, which. It's ha- presumably just put out, but it was, I don't know, there's something unsettling about a burnt out combine harvester. I think it's because combine harvesters are like the elephants of the farmyard. There's something very benign about them and sort of friendly, even though obviously they've got massive
1: well, they're, rotating um, teeth. They're the most expensive implement in the farm as well, really. But yet they, are, they, they? they use the least. It's kind of weird. So they, they 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 sit for all of the year apart from six weeks or something. But in that six weeks, they get used intens- intensively, and they have to be absolutely on the button. Because if they're not, you know, there's money um, at mm. st- at stake. And, and and I don't know if I forwarded it to you, but the, the our local village, the farmer in our village, um, had to um, abandon ship because his combine caught fire, and he ran away, and it, it, went, it went completely up. Well, the tires exploded, everything, and it caught half the field. They, they managed yeah. to save the other half. But some embers then went over and did um, about four acres of another field. So it's been pretty bad. Oh, it's been a hot British summer for um, wildfires. Is
0: this a thing then? Do combines catch fire a lot? Is this
1: They're a vulnerable. I've heard of it before. Because of the, the chaff and, um, and all so. of the straw. Because, of course, straw... When it's, yeah. it's, it's 40 degrees outside, there's straw. You've got an engine in the middle of the machinery that's got a hot exhaust. And what happened to this yeah. one is he went under a low tree and they think a twig snapped off and went down next to where the exhaust is inside mm. the, the main kind of belly of the combine. And then mm. it set fire to some hydraulic oil and some other gubbins. And then the whole thing just went up. He said it went up Jeez. fairly quickly. To the point where yeah. he really had to abandon ship. And um, well, on
0: a hot day, they must be so hot because they're running constantly, and they're not getting any speed up, are they? So no, all, I mean, how they keep those things cool, anyway? Is a
1: oh, you want to, look. If you want to see something atmospheric, Richard, uh, look at the heat shimmer coming off a combine harvester at dusk. It's got its lovely lights on on the front, and I because I love it here, when you know it's going to be a hot summer night, they stay out. Mm. They do an all-nighter, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And they do look like the sort of, um, I don't know, the sort of Terminators of the night going up and down (laughs) with these huge um, spotlights on the chutes at the side. Yeah, Uh, they've always got good lighting, haven't they? Yeah, dropping... mucking about. I really, I mean, I love... uh, In another life, maybe I would have been a farmer or maybe I would have just been a farm watcher. One of these people (laughs) that just stands and watches other people doing hard work. (laughs) Um, In fact, I had a... watching
0: police cars (laughs) going to speed (laughs) shops, and you just (laughs) open-mouthed. Gawping uh, farm equipment.
1: Well, that's why, basically, I, I, I aspire to work on Countryfile, because you just turn up at a farm, which is probably really hard work to keep going, and you go, yeah, this all looks like hard work. Anyway, tell me what how hard it is. And then they tell you, and you go, yeah, that's great. Anyway, I'm going. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to eat I, uh, some of your fresh produce, and I'm going to go. Bye. I know somebody who works on Countryfile. I, I can put in a good word for you, if you like. He listens to this
0: podcast, actually. Get out. Hello, Rob.
1: Somebody, yeah. somebody off of Countryfile listens to this this podcast. Well, I promise, yeah. One day, uh, I mean, I'm not getting any older. One day, it'd be. A, I'd love to to do that. I mean, probably something closer, like a halfway house between Countryfile and this motoring journalism type thing, would be, I guess, cardening, which we've talked about before. Um, and actually, I drove through. You might know because you're from Cheshire. I drove through a a village called Carden this morning. Have you ever heard of it? Carden? C-A-R-D-E-N, Carden. No, where's that? And it's in Cheshire. It's near, I think it's quite near Middlewich. Oh, okay. Or somewhere like that. I'm not familiar with it, but... And and there was a Carden, I think a Carden Park Hall, and it looked like a very nice stately home, and I thought, now that, if we were going to do a cardening fest... That would be perfect for it. So I, was, I thought maybe I'll write them a note to the owners. of Said stately home and go. Listen, you've probably got some immaculate lawns and 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 g- gardens, um, formal gardens. Do you mind if we turn up with a couple of MOT failure vectors and just tear <laughs> the place up? <laughs> I mean, bet they'd be delighted. Yeah, just got. Yeah, we got a special, got a special stunt troop who are going to turn up in a load of isuzu troopers with extremely aggressive mud tires on on them um at eight psi stunt troopers stunt troopers (laughs) and they're going to do some really dangerous things around your rose formal garden uh yeah it could be but yeah it's a real place called carden which made me okay yeah good I Uh, I was
0: going to say about going for a big drive uh, the other day was that apart from seeing a burnt out combine harvester, which I found a bit spooky. It is a bit macabre, um, isn't it? It uh, I had six music on and they were playing lots of really good music and stuff I hadn't heard before. And I was desperately trying to remember while I was driving the names of all these bands and artists that I wanted to listen to more. And in the end, I pulled over. And I thought, there was one particular thing. I thought, I'm going to listen to this. And this is the thing that we now were sort of spoiled a little bit. I just went on my phone and went, right, well, I'll just just look up this artist and I'll start streaming their stuff straight away. And it's all magically there. You don't have to wait. Because in the old days, I've had to go home, remember the name, then go to HMV and buy the CD, And then come home and put it on. But now we are a bit sort of, we are like spoiled children. We just go, I want it now. I want it now. And if I don't immediately like it, I'm going to stop listening to it. And it's a bit of a shame in a way. But, um... oh, and the other thing that happened to me, sorry, I I, I was listening to the radio and uh, Craig Charles does this kettle of metal feature on his afternoon show on Six Music.
1: Kettle of metal.
0: Where he gets a listener, a listener calls in and picks three metal tracks that they would like to hear played, and then he plays them. And I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like, you know, Pantera and Iron Maiden and stuff like that. But no, three things, three bands I'd never heard of. Uh, and it's all quite good. I quite like metal in a yeah. way that sort of, I like overhearing it. I probably wouldn't seek it out, but I just like it. And there was one particularly, this really good track. and no, actually, I can't remember the name of the band. But it was, it was very, very good. I think they were called Those Damn Crows or something like that.
1: Ah, oh, that rings a bell. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
0: And it's that sort of melodic metal. Yes. And it's a bit like dance music in that you sort of know where it's going. It's to a kind of... Like not a formula, but there's certainly a template to which you sort of conform to make good examples of that music. And I, I like so it's that. got it sort of drops and builds and and it's it's it, it's intense and it's really fast. And I suddenly realised I was driving like an absolute bell <laughs> flute,
1: <It was> just <laughs> yeah,
0: full flutery. <laughs> just I was driving a Skoda Fabia as well, which is probably for the oh. best because it didn't have a lot of power. But suddenly, having just been driving, you know, in a sensible. Way for the whole time I was in the car. Suddenly, I was like, "Oh my you were god!" I'm absolutely of... redlining this thing, and it just came off a roundabout, and it was like full sort of like little like four wheel drift onto were the carriage way. Yeah, <laughs> and I suddenly went, "Whoa!" Just car. You, you were police driver. You were
1: holding back the gears, weren't you? I bet you. Well, were. it's
0: DSG with no paddles. This so it's but I was in sport sports, sports. mode, and but just
1: yeah, just started wrapping the shat out of it and, that, and it was a bit all because of of the metal so you blame you're not blaming it on the boogie you're blaming it on the metal, no, blame on the metal.
0: Yeah.
1: i just thought if you were trying to reduce road accidents that
0: maybe we need to look at people listening to metal well there's I mean, nothing against metal i quite like it i mean fair play to you metal is is and i always think metal enthusiasts in my experience i used to share a flat with a metalist and and all mates <laughs> metal <laughs> are really nice and I yeah things with them and there's just I always think metals it's sort of like they they all go around trying to look scary because they're incredibly good natured people. It's, it's like they're like those sort of fish or butterflies that what try and look more frightening so they don't get eaten.
1: That's exactly it, but they're, they're actually really nice. They're not aggressive fish typically. Yeah. I, I find yeah. that with people with tattooed heads. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're normally quite sinister looking, but actually they're, they're just really into tattoos. They're not necessarily yeah. done prison time or, I don't know, no. you know, a member of a sinister gang or anything. But, um
0: no, they just, just like tattoos. Yeah,
1: that's just cool. I, I, so, I, I, yeah, I like I'm metal. not having a go at metalists, but I do think no. that there may be, if you wanted to,
0: you know, if, if you're an insurance company, you're going, well, we can reduce your premiums by putting one of those, you know, tracker box things on your car. Make sure it's um, it's wired into the stereo. Because if it starts telling you oh, they're listening to a lot of metal, there you go. Mm.
1: It analyzes metal algorithms and goes, "Oh, I yeah. spy a lot of double bass drum pedal here." I think yeah, I this say, is it's going to be energetic. It's like,
0: it's like 170 beats a minute. It's ooh. like wow. It's like oh, it's an incredibly complicated guitar run there. It's just yeah. I I I was I, I was quite shocked at how almost subconsciously I just. Ooh. Became deranged behind the wheel. This, admittedly, like really good track, which I meant to go and look up what it's called, so I could listen to it again. Preferably not in the car. Maybe when I'm doing something that just,
1: you know, when you're in something a little bit less uh, Nurburgringy than a Skoda Fabia.
0: Well, I just I feel like it's sort of metal. Maybe could be used more productively for just speeding up mundane tasks, like I don't know, washing up or something. So metal metal chores.
1: Um, metal, metal, <laughs> metal. That could I'm be. I'm just going to do the washing up. <laughs> I could, I could get into that vacuuming to something like some real mm. speedy. Oh my god! New metal. I could quite enjoy that. Or what about? Well, this could be dangerous. This could be a double-edged sword. Um, roadside uh, car washing services, where they're you know they're they're quite quick and efficient people mm. anyway, and they're mm. they're often purveyors of the no-name energy drink. But imagine if you—they're normally in disused um, petrol stations, aren't they? Imagine if you if you stuck a load of speakers up in those the old roof kind of um, shelters and put and just put a a medley of metal on and just to see if the work (laughs) sick of the work ethic, (laughs) yeah, sick of the work ethic kind of wound spooled up a bit
0: more again. I think it might be too much. Too much energy, too much speed. And you'd, you'd get home and you'd realise they'd taken all the paint off your car. <laughs> it looked like one of those Audi A8 show cars from back in the day. It's like, it's just pure, shiny metal now. Um,
1: metal! metal that's You've what taken it's all about. my car
0: back to the metal! And they were like, wow, that's brilliant. That's exactly what we were aiming yeah, for. Yeah, that's the look we were going for. Yeah. <laughs> or that they've got the lance, you know, the hose lance... But what you haven't noticed is that it's black paint that's coming out of it and they've made your car completely
1: metal. I'd like that. I think there's... Late, I mean, if, if anyone listening has never tried metal, do try it. Mm. There's a time and a place for some metal, both old, you know, yeah. tra- trad and and new and modern. Yeah, this stuff that was on the radio was very much new metal, but I
0: kind of... I'm, I'm down with that. Did
1: you ever used to listen to things like Lim- uh, Linkin Park? not really no okay see i was a, i was quite an enthusiast of um things like Lincoln park maybe a little bit of limp biscuit um mm,
0: definitely didn't like them because i thought fred durst was a twat
1: well i think he might be um an, a massive <laughs> My oboe <laughs> player, but I don't know. <laughs> I would say he is definitely, yeah. He might be a, a dripping dry, dripping tip of a man, but I'm not sure if he is <laughs> because I've never met him. But I suspect he's what? He's probably 50 now and he's still wearing a cat oh, with white socks pulled up too high um, and those low shorts, which I did I'm... wear in the early to mid-2000s, but that was quite a long time ago, so...
0: I'm pretty convinced he was 41 when the biscuit were at the height of their powers. He's like fucking Pitbull. He's too old to be capering on the way no. that he does.
1: Oh, Pit- we've said this before, haven't we? You know, Pitbull is, just, is is sort of is sort of 24 seven office Christmas party guy, and is <laughs> and, and and it, I mean Pitbull's heart is Pitbull's hearts like it's the combination of a sort of VTEC or a, a, a badly hashed aftermarket turbo system where someone's not quite. Dialed it in properly. It's perhaps over boosting, um, Mm. you know, over fueling, (laughs) and and it's going to go pop at some point. I reckon that's the problem with Pitbull. He's gonna. It's not the only problem with Pitbull because there's also you know music.
0: (laughs) But anyway. But if you had
1: to be, if if I had a coin and on one side it said DJ Khaled and on the other side (laughs) of the coin it said you're going to be Pitbull, (laughs) what, what would? What would you choose? Just throw the coin in the canal <laughs> and run off. You'd fly tip the coin, even just, if it just, was a really valuable Roman or.
0: No, no, it's going in the
1: canal. Can't take the risk. Ooh. I mean, well, but you're hang on. You're saying it, it, you have to be Pitbull. I reckon you either emulate that person for a year, or you oh or God. you listen to their music indefinitely.
0: So I've got to be an absolutely, uh, like a shaven-headed shaft of a man <laughs> in a fucking suit and sunglasses after dark
1: for a year. <laughs> Christ alive. It just looks it like he's going to sell a fleet of Mondeos and then take some uppers.
0: Well, that's it, isn't it? I think he thinks he's, what does he call himself, Mr. Worldwide, but he just looks like a fucking estate agent. Well, he's a worldwide estate agent.
1: Uh, but also, <laughs> do you know what he is? Worldwide He's, Properties Limited, well servicing so, the Barnet area. Ford became a worldwide brand a few years back, didn't they? Where they said all our models are going to be worldwide available. So yeah, maybe Pitbull, Ford, yeah. maybe Pitbull is basically a Ford uh, sales principle. It's just he doesn't call himself that, uh, and we call him something <laughs> else completely differently. But.
0: Oh dear.
1: Well, I didn't oh, expect mm. to talk about that. I was I was I was going to apologize to, to I was going to make two apologies. Mm. One I was going to make a public apology to and I suspect they don't know the podcast or, or care. But a small group of Japanese people who were in the center of Dol Gethlau in Wales um, last night. Mm. And I drove into the town or is a village. I don't actually know, probably town. Um in my Tokyo taxi my JDM Johnny cab on a beautiful sunset evening and hang on what I just I drove
0: (laughs) I can see where this is going already I just
1: drove in okay because I was I I was coming to to stay over and um and film there Mm. for the late break show and I just drove around the corner. I was I was, I was, I was nearly at my destination, so I was sort of looking at the sat-nav, and it was like, you're nearly here, you're nearly here. And then I saw this group of people who were just about to cross the road, and I was going slowly because it's narrow. Hmm. Um, and they all just stood there with, like, one finger pointing and the jaw down, the lower jaw open, as if to go, is that what I think that is? And then I drove <laughs> past them, realised that I'd seen what they were doing missed my turning and had to because it's a one-way system i had to go round Mm. again (laughs) went round again like a one minute later they're on the other side of the road (laughs) taking pictures of the historic welsh square and i go past again but this time i do i do a a peace sign and tilt my head to one side at them and i don't say kanichiwa well because you wouldn't hear me but i actually did a peace sign and a head tilt You, you know what i'm doing and um and again, they were both like, is "This There was five of them. Like, what on earth? We're in the middle of rural slate mine esque Wales, and yeah. there's this bloody taxi going by. It was quite funny well, because
0: it's the equivalent of being in sort of rural Japan, I suppose, in you know, sort of some beautiful little village with a, you know a temple and the blossoms and everything, and then a, a rattly old.
1: TX, fourth drive <laughs> yeah, past. Yeah. You go, what
0: the?
1: what the hell's that doing here? Why? Why is that here? So many questions.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say they tried to get in and ask you to take them somewhere because they assumed that you were sent to get them.
1: No, they were called. Cool. They were, I mean, they. I, they Did I think, you talk to them? No, I didn't. I, I know they were called cool because they were polite because they're Japanese. But, um, uh, so that was that. And the other appointment. Were you staying at the Royal Ship? No, I was staying at a chap's, um, a chap's house who, had, who, who, who was teed up this amazing barn find that I filmed, which oh. I'm not going to reveal yet, but let's just say it was pretty good and it was 80s and perhaps mm. hot in the, in the world of hatchery. Um, and uh, it, was, it was a great day. It, it was a great day. The car was good and we did manage to fire it up. And um, I didn't realise you were staying in Dogatelite. Yeah. It was, that's where my dad grew up. We, so I well, know I, I, well, I don't know it that well, but because I, I, I normally I normally know a l- little bit more north than that. But it is a, it's a gorgeous, and of course the weather we, we're having at the moment it was absolutely spectacular, like m- weird Mediterranean weather with the contrast of your sort of you know your really dark, heavy slate. And um, did, what 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 else do they make the buildings out of? It's not quartz, is it? What is it? It's slate and. Um, I don't know, uh, just mostly slate, but I suppose there's not the walls, the walls, there's the a walls sh- aren't slate. Are no, they? the walls aren't slate, they use the It's a stone of... It's granite, it's, stone, granite. It? it's granite, it's granite. Is it? It's, I, I think it's know. granite, it's extremely thick walled cottages, but yeah, yeah very d-
0: distinctive architecture. I don't think what? I've ever been to Dorgettle when it's been sunny, because well, it's, it's, it's one of the dampest places in Britain from my memory of childhood
1: well, visits there. Well, that's why I was blown away. I mean, I drove there in shorts. I drove home in shorts. Uh, I woke up with a T-shirt on. I never needed to put the buy fleece on because it was like 20 degrees <laughs> at 7 a.m. So unless I was going to permanently give myself, I don't know, early onset BO at the start of a shoot, I was like, no, I don't need that. But no, it was honestly it was it was great. But I had to drive there in the taxi because of car logistics was such that I basically didn't have anything else. And I thought, ah. But I'll tell you what, it has done. People talk to me a lot about EV range anxiety. Like still going, ah, oh, you sure you don't, you know, you get anxious and you can't find a charge? I'm like, do you know what? Genuinely, I don't really get range anxiety anymore. I, it it's past me. But I I I get LPG anxiety, Rich. Oh, this, that this only is runs real. on LPG. It solely runs on LPG. And the reality is, is a lot of LPG filling stations have been removed and subsequently replaced by rapid chargers. People like oh. BP and Shell, they're investing more in EV, and LPG is seen as being a bit, I guess, old hat or a bit niche. Mm. And, uh, and so it's actually a problem. Like, you have to really plan your journey. And although the range of it's quite good, I think I get 700 kilometres out of a tank of LPG. Okay. I Because was, I was, it's all in kilometres, so I've, I've got to post it. 400 and miles. Yeah, so it's good. It's good. And it's... It's a you know it's an unstressed engine. It's it's a nice cruiser mm. and stuff. But even so, you still got to you kind of don't want to run out because if you run out, you can't just get your mate to get a gallon can and run back <laughs> to the car. And <laughs> that's Could you grab your highly pressurized
0: can and get me some LPG, please.
1: Yeah, so I it, it has actually um, made me worry. I've downloaded a couple of LPG apps, which is like a really well, boring t- form are of there apps, like there are for electricity, electricity, <laughs> yes, electricity. What the
0: bloody ele- hell? Ele- Electric. What am I trying to say? I don't even know. Electrical e- the, cars.
1: Ele- electrical electrical cars. cars. That's
0: right. Electrical, electrical horseless cars. carriages. And you know what I mean. Anyway, right. there are apps that are There for LPG. There is
1: an LPG app. Yeah, but it's not as slick as the EV ones because I guess the, mm. you know the take up's not as much. And and but I did find a couple of stations, and it's basically me using it and people with American motorhomes, which. They're, oh, they're, yeah. they're standing there for about 20 minutes and you think, where the hell, are, <laughs> where's all this LPG going? Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, that was pretty cool. And mm. um, the other public apology I wanted to make, I thought of this when I was driving home this morning, was um, I need to apologise to Audi because I reckon I was a bit down on the Audi A7 when it came out. I thought the back end looked silly. I didn't, mm. like, I didn't like the profile of it. I thought it was just like, oh, it doesn't work. It's not as good as the CLS. And, mm. and, and, one, you know, when you've got a bit of uh, congestion in traffic and a car keeps coming past you and then you go past it and then it goes past you mm. and you see it like five times over the course of a journey. Uh, this was happening with me, or with an Audi A7, and I kept looking at it going, do you know what? I was wrong about that. That's a good-looking car. That's, that's, that's looking better with age almost. And yes. I don't know if there's other cars which you or listeners have done that with. You've dismissed a car. And now you're coming back to it going, I was wrong. I'm going to put my hand up and say, I was wrong. That is actually pretty good. And I, yeah. I needed to give it a second look. So I,
0: I, I've, I've always quite liked the A7. Uh, but I think the first one is better looking than the second. It's a bit less fussy.
1: Yes, that's right. Although I saw,
0: funnily enough, you mentioned this, because I saw a new A7 a few days ago, and um, it all in black. And I was a bit like, ooh, Drama.
1: It's got a very. It says there's something quite. We've talked about this before. It's sort of. There's a certain sinisterness to it that I quite like. Mm. It's ga- it's almost a little gangster, isn't it? It's almost um, mm. sort of uh, what what slight slightly um, slight hangover from East Germany um, underworld. Mm. I'm going to say. Yeah, it's a good car for spearing across West Germany to do a handover at a bridge.
0: If uh, Germany yeah. Germany was still divided, which of course it isn't, but that's not the point. So you if it could was... pretend it
1: was and just live yeah. through it. it. Could be your equivalent of cosplay. It would just be, it would just be <laughs> L- cold L-B- war cosplay. Cold war cosplay. <laughs>
0: Just constantly, oh. you just get caught people in Berlin coming out and they're finding you trying to get over their fence. They're just like, why, why don't you what just you come doing? and ask? I would let you in my garden if you really
1: want to. <laughs> no, oh, God, it's the guards, run. Yeah, get your mates to shine torches at you as you're trying to run across <laughs> yeah. at night Do a constantly.
0: runner. <laughs> oh, you know, Cold War
1: cosplay, I mean, it, 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 it could be fun, but it also might be slightly terrifying. I um, don't know. Yeah, I think people might start not wanting to...
0: Hang, Hang on. Oh, God, he's here again. He's going to start trying to bribe me with Levi's again.
1: He's oh, yeah, exactly, again. yeah. Oh, gosh, he Porter's he's coming. has got some Michael
0: Jackson CDs again. Fucking
1: hell. Oh. Well, no, you'd be, like, you'd, be, you'd be like, Richard's gone a bit strange recently. He's listening to loads of metal, and he's just <laughs> fascinated by the Cold War and <laughs> just really still looking over his shoulder. You know, he's dug a, I mean, dug I am fascinated his... by
0: the Cold War. It's, it's the war that you can sort of enjoy because, you know, relatively speaking not many people died and so it's all it, it was, was a all about war. The sort of threat wasn't it rather than the actual yeah conflict and that. So, but it's also it gave us the greatest airplanes and espionage and all of that sort of stuff
1: mm. it's like two drunk guys on each side of the road and they're they're spitting insults at one another come here and say that. No, no. Yeah. You come, come here, come and, here say and say that. that. and like, Fine. Fine. We're going to develop some kind of new supersonic bomber aircraft. No, you're fucking... Yeah, you're come on. over here and show you're me that. You're Well, we're not going to tell you, babe, we do. <laughs> You've um, not got that in you. I fucking have, mate. You got it. Don't, don't ain't test got me. got the
0: technology. Oh, you... wait, my wife says, you come round the other night, you copy my drawings <laughs> for the supersonic bomber aircraft, you shit. <laughs> and so on.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Right, I've that's i your cats. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: He'd get right. That's and it. the cat back. See so me, old it. bridge at midnight. When you're asleep, I'm going to throw a fucking stone through your car. No, you're not. Because I'm telling the fucking NATO about you. You fucking twat. Oh, you're grasping up NATO, NATO. Are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, then. So that that's come the on, Cold War then, um, wrapped yeah.
0: up in a, a sweet yeah. little two two cockanoos. cockney men arguing in the street. Um, I've got some things to read out oh. because of uh, last week's podcast. Um, You were talking about your air drumming mishap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of our patrons, John Bridge. Hello, John. Uh, He said, This week's story of Johnny's air drumming exploits reminded me of an occasion a few years ago when I was driving in Oxford. While stuck in traffic, I heard some loud drumming coming from somewhere nearby (laughs) and spotted a Metro, which had its own drum kit arranged around the driver in the passenger seat and hanging from the headlining. You're joking. I followed the metro, and each time we stopped the driver produced his drumsticks and got so stuck into some serious drumming. When the traffic moved the sticks went away and off we went. What? I followed the metro for a while and it ended up in a car park where it pulled into a space. The driver concluded his journey with a ringo style fill and then got out. <laughs>
1: Seriously?
0: Yeah. That is the that's amazing. That's well, incredible. I need isn't to there? I
1: need to know more the Metro drum kit metro drum kit that i hope it's still around
0: i know also i mean metros i know they were famed for their space efficiency for a small car but they weren't that big inside what i mean is it like a child's drum kit i mean it must be fairly decent to be able to generate
1: enough noise to be able to well and it's also outside a car acoustically quite challenging because if you're right next to all the drums in a car with a low roof. I mean, you could do yourself yeah. quite some hearing damage with oh, that. Well,
0: maybe he had the windows open then.
1: He must have had the windows open. It would blow his mind yeah. otherwise. I mean, he could fully yeah. Keith Moon it, wouldn't he? But he'd have to have some sort of ear. I've just had a thought. Hang on. Wouldn't the captain's chair Mazda uh, um, Mazda 3, wouldn't that be perfect? You have the captain's chair. You take the back seat out. or you, Yes. Or, or the back seat is quick release and you just have a... Insta drum kit. You go. Do you know what? I'm not carrying any. I'm not having a conference today. But I tell you what. I'm gonna. I've got to do a long journey. Um, Jed, do you fancy coming along for the ride with me? Do you want to do a couple of drum solos? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, nice. Yeah, could you do the beginning it's... of East Enders? And can you do that bit that <laughs> Phil Collins does? Or, uh... Well, I was going to say now,
0: in a way, for space reasons, the the Metro drummer would have been better off with a sort of 80s style electronic drum kit with those octagonal pads because <laughs> it'd be a bit more. <laughs> Compact, but then I suppose you'd probably have to put a heavy duty battery in there or the
1: a leisure battery in the back. A leisure battery. <laughs> with a twin alternator set up so the car's wheezing when it's idling <laughs> uh, now the um, we've had another message I said last
0: week I was curious as to whether anyone had ever crashed as a result of trying to wave thanks to someone who just let them through
1: oh yeah, um, yeah.
0: now I haven't, we haven't had any specific stories about that as yet, although a few people on the socials pointed out that this was a bit of a, a David Bedil monologue on the Mary Whitehouse experience in the nineties. Oh, for people who remember that he he did a monologue where he claimed that he was so desperate to try and wave
1: to people to be polite that he would crash into them. Um, oh, I don't don't remember that. I did used to watch. Well, I didn't remember. So I that was either, I was very but young but, uh, when the Mary Whitehouse experience was current. Well, so
0: that was obviously a joke on there, but there, I haven't had any real stories. As yet, still hopeful, but um, we had a message from a patron who's asked not to be identified. Oh, nice. Uh, These are always good. He says, hi, guys. Uh, You asked for stories regarding thanking people and crashing into said person. I would rather you keep this anonymous as I was a rather big idiot. It's not quite a thank you crash, but something similar. I was dropping a friend off at work and to get back home, I had to do a quick U-turn. I did what everybody does as they drive past a mate, the honk look wave. However, what I hadn't realised was I'd slightly strayed out of lane and drove into the path of a nicely specked XC90. Oh. The man was very cross and found it impossible that I'd managed to do something so blatant. I didn't help the situation by showing my appreciation of his XC90, which he took as sarcasm oh. and then kicked my now-ruined 308 GTI, oh my which God. I let him off with. What I've learned from this is don't take your eyes off the road. And that my mate now thinks I'm a terrible driver and has never asked for
1: a lift since <laughs> this was four years ago. <laughs> so oh my god! Thank you, so quite a anonymous lot of, patron. Quite a lot of damage uh, uh, is yeah. sustained in that that that
0: comment. Uh, that seems- but also having crashed into somebody, trying to smooth things over by going, "Oh, I really like your Volvo," and then thinking
1: you're being sarcastic and kicking your car. I think I was. I would take that as sarcasm, wouldn't you? It, I suppose in the I'd, context I'd be of furious. yeah, it's it's mm.
0: um, and there's one final one which is again from a from a patron um, in Norway, uh, Jan Henrik Engel. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Almost certainly not. But hi, Jan. Hi, Jan. Um, he said, "I've almost had the crashing while politely waving thank you happen to me once. I work as a driving instructor and had taken one of my lesser talented students out onto the twisty narrow roads of Western Norway." When we inevitably ran into oncoming traffic, my student got so occupied trying to awkwardly show his appreciation towards the helpful lady in the opposite direction that he nearly ran our car into a ditch on the other side of the road. Oh. Upon later reflection, I realised I should have seen this coming. During a previous lesson, the same student and I were cruising down the motorway doing the speed limit of 90 kilometres an hour. Suddenly, he removed both his hands from the steering wheel, closed his eyes and held his hands in front of his face. He then proceeded to sneeze violently multiple times While I was leaning over from the passenger side Trying to maintain directional stability what? When this medical emergency came to an end I asked him what the actual fuck he was thinking you know, <laughs> Taking his hands off the wheel and closing his eyes While doing 90 kilometres an hour and so on yeah, yeah, yeah. His explanation was simple enough He had to sneeze um, and on a completely different subject, Jan says, I saw Guns N' Roses in concert a couple of months ago. They were absolutely shit. <laughs> oh, oh, seriously? Seriously? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that no. That's a twofer
0: there. Jan's covered a couple of, uh, couple of things we've discussed last week. but
1: um, Oh, Jan, yeah. you, you got straight to the point with the GNR um, yeah, reference. That's was, a shame to hear. It's a shame to
0: hear. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I was... Uh, expecting as i read this for the first time i was expecting he was going to say they were awesome they took the roof off it they're the best band in the world so it was quite it was quite amazing that it ends like that but uh, sad times for axl rose uh if he's trying to court the norwegian driving instructor market still um well, so those are, i just want to read those out because they're good three good messages from patrons covering a couple of
1: things that we uh, talked about if Last you week. if you want to become a patron from as little as one pound a month Um, I will share with you some A-pillar gash photos. But
0: did you take photos? I did,
1: yeah, because I knew you'd <gasps> oh. I knew you say to me, hang on, if you're going to reveal this sort of information, did you manage to get... And the journalist to yeah. me was like, I've got to try and get a photo of this because it's a proper gash. It's a proper gash. Yeah. Oh, good. Well,
0: this is exactly the sort of bonus material that we do put on our Patreon.
1: Story. Yeah, this is priceless, borderline priceless. I didn't take a picture borderline of the... Priceless. I didn't take a picture of the, the picnicking family and the incredibly specked JDM... Uh, mm. steamer and I didn't take a photo of the collapsed suspension <laughs> range spot but just use your imagination uh-huh. of how it was sagging and yeah what's the word crouching can... staggering cr- <laughs> squatting squatting range spot hidden danger <laughs> yes exactly that I said last week I would
0: talk more about the Dacia jogger that I'd been driving and um well I'm reviewing it for the Sunday Times so whenever they get around to publishing that you can read more of there, but I, I actually liked it in the end but what what i did i say this to you on the podcast or were we talking afterwards about what, the i was jogger? a bit worried that the 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 joggers got um sort of the seats seem quite sort of hardy material and actually you know my i had my kids in there and they left all manner of shite everywhere and it cleaned up nicely but the carpets are very they're that really sort of puby car carpet <laughs> stuff stuck in it And I was thinking, I wonder how this car will fare under hard use. But then I noticed that the front seats seem to have zippable covers on them. What? Oh! I thought, well, that's actually quite a good idea. So if the the seat covers, I'm going to look into this, but if the seat covers are machine washable, I mean, that's quite a good idea, I suppose. Except that we've got an armchair that's got a, a removable cover and it's machine washable. And it's a light colour and our kids have obviously ruined it over the years. And and a couple of times we've taken it off and bunged it in the washing machine and it comes up quite nicely. But have you ever tried to get a zippable seat cover back on
1: a seat? No. Is it like one of those... um, Freaking nightmare. uh, uh, My my kids have recently gone camping and they've got those sleeping Mm. bags which come packed down into quite a small bag. Oh, God, yeah. um, but once you've got it out the bag, there's there's a, there's a certain tactic. There's only pretty much one tactic to get it back in the bag. And if you're not fully concentrating, it will take you about four goes. <laughs> and that's what at least
0: because they are they these sleeping bags are the ones that are sort of they're, they're sheeny. They're made of like and the bag is the same material. So you've got this incredibly slippery material. Yeah, they, they
1: they're, of... they're made out of um, sort of uh, boxing champion trainer trainers material um you know the guys that mop the brow and take the gum shield out and then squeeze water yeah. on their face and then put the gum shield back on that it's the tops that they always wear it's the same material yeah <laughs> satiny. it's satiny it's very satiny satiny but sheen. it's it's the sheeniest
0: material known to man and when it touches itself it's like zero friction isn't it it's just a, it's a it's a low mew situation and you're desperately trying very to- is <laughs> that one where you push you push one side in and the other side just pops out and then you're suddenly in some kind of laurel and hardy sketch
1: it's it, it depending on if you've got time on your hands sometimes it's satisfying sometimes it's absolutely infuriating you've got to pick mm. your moment with those my experience with seat
0: covers zippable seat covers certainly armchair covers is that it's particularly if you've washed it because i think it's probably shrunk a tiny bit though i suppose not to and if you get it wrong, like if you get somehow you just get it a tiny bit skew if, this once tidy looking armchair that you've got sort of looks like a bad taxidermy of a dead armchair because it's all just a bit off. It just doesn't look right. It's got lumps in places it shouldn't have, and this doesn't line up it's 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 really vexing. I just thought, imagine if you couldn't get the cover back on the driver's seat of your car.
1: Well mean, what would you what would it just be, it. the foamy metal y carcass? <sighs> God,
0: well, I can't touch foam either. Foam goes through me, so I just—I mean, not literally—but I just don't like the touch of dry foam. So foam. that would be it. I'd have to sell the car.
1: What with the but the discount you'd have to give on the—it would just look like somebody's died <laughs> yeah, where, in the seat, what, and you had to yeah. make an excuse. And what happened it. here?
0: Nothing, nothing. I just just want to spruce up the interior, but unfortunately, I can't get back on again. I don't know. I should have. I mean, if I was being a proper journalist I should have taken one of the seat covers off to see what happened but I just had this fear that I wouldn't be able to get it back on again and that's, so it's logical
1: didn't hmm. Hmm. I'm glad you shared it with us though um although I, your fear of foam
0: yes it's a well documented fear I'm not alone on this I know other people suffer from it I'm, sure of it would you the the
1: unzippable uh, what yeah is it easier to use modern modern day kind of carpet shampoo or type thing and um Mm. and the sort of fabric cleaning potions you can get in detailing and valeting kits than unzipping the whole shebang and either machine washing it or using old school methods you know uh washing up bowl full of soapy water and just giving it a good Mm, scrunch yeah
0: yeah i think it Particularly, you know, the recent hot weather, it would be a, – a, you'd just leave the doors open, wouldn't you, and you could just
1: – Yeah, you could just, just wet-vac the, wet sensors, vac the whole see. thing and let it – in fact, this is perfect um, if anyone needs to wet-vac the carpets. Or they've got slightly stainy seats, and normally the stains look terrible, but they're actually from just water. You get just get watermarks on the seat. Um, yeah. Innocent watermarks, you know, <laughs> not, not, not not yellow watermarks. Um now's the time to do it because like you say you can mm. leave the car open all day and it's done yeah or or if you've got a garage keep leave the windows down all night in a warm garage it'll just bake it out be wonderful that's my bit well, there of we go. yeah there you go consumer that advice from consumer. smith
0: and sniff yeah, yeah,
1: yeah um well on that note yeah if
0: you're interested in the dacia jogger i think it's quite a nice car for the money certainly you know and seven seats for whatever it is now 17, 18 grand for a mid-level one. It's you know.
1: Well, it's going to check. The not, price will change not by not the end of value. this podcast. Um, probably will, so. yeah. But
0: uh, but that's what it was. Warning: the value of Daisy Mega down as well as up. Uh, we should probably bring this to a halt. Uh, but before we go, I I uh, have three things to tell you, which I can't find now. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, I can find them. Hooray! Here they are. Yeah. So the three things I have to tell you are one: Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called the Falate Shake Show, in which Johnny orally pleasures at least two potentates. (laughs) You, Feltmugger. It's Tamin bin Hamad Al Tani, the Emir of Qatar. Um,
1: (laughs) You, oh, you are. You're a
0: wrong. That was sent to me. That was sent to me by a listener called Michael Scott. And I said to Michael, when I wrote back to him, I, yeah, I got that here. You get sent a lot of these, and, and a lot of them seem to be on the same theme, and they often involve the word lake for some reason. But uh, right. that one really tickled me, and I tried to read it out loud to myself when I was on my own in the kitchen, and I couldn't read it without laughing. So I'm, I'm quite <laughs> pleased I sort of got through that, late, because it really tickled me. Is
1: that me. Late, the late shake show? The oh. <laughs> <For> late shake show. The late <laughs> shake.
0: Awful. Awful. The real YouTube channel is, of course, called the Late Break Show. Yes, yes. Um,
1: Lots of videos on there. Electric transit. Um, yeah. Civic Type R detail. Walk around because oh, no one's allowed walk. to drive it. And by the time you listen to this cast, there will be another video out which has just escaped my mind. But I think, I think it's an electric converted BMW 2002. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, just get over there and watch some stuff. Subscribe and also, uh, and you're
0: you're going to have an area at the retro rides show.
1: The gathering, we are on September the 18th, Mallory Park. Um, we're going to have the, the great guys. If you've never been to a retro ride show, brilliant. Pre-2001 cars, um, an enormous um, selection of vehicles, but also very good camaraderie and atmosphere. Mm. And they're letting us have our own enclosure, which we're inviting people to come along to, come, come buy a ticket. And hopefully we're going to arrange, uh, we're going to curate an interesting display curate. of pretty, Pre-millennium, pretty, pretty much, um, vehicles. And I'll be bringing some of mine, yes. and we'll have some hopefully some guest vehicles too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, come along. Cool. I dare you. The
0: second thing I've got to tell you is I've got various books out. Uh, one of them is called How to Be a Motoring Journalist by Roy Lanchester. It's a spoof autobiography of a fake drunk man who writes about cars, uh, write about what you know. And the third thing that I've got to tell you is that uh, if you're familiar with the song Son of My Father by Chicory Tip, uh, a terrible song, I've never, I thought. I've never heard of it. Oh, it's just... It, uh, it's just I just want songs that really just I just find disagreeable, um, which is strange because it was written or co-written by Giorgio Moroder. Really? Yeah, and it's not at all the kind of thing you'd associate with him, but, yeah, and it went to number one in uh, February 1972 in the UK, uh, so predated what we would know Moroda for, which is some, um, you know,
1: Donna Summoner. or An electric Dreams Donna summer. summer and all that. Donna yeah. Off of Summer. Well, the fourth thing that you should know is that I had a, mm-hmm. I had a, a slight epiphany driving back, and I realised that Tiffany Dell is actually the sting of the car world, and the reason why he's the sting <laughs> of the car world is because... Um, he is. He's, he's, Sting plays a musical instrument and is a lead singer, and also mm. Phil Collins, right? Very, mm. very accomplished drummer and also lead singer. Mm. Tiff was, I reckon, the first TV car guy to chat and, and really succinctly review a car whilst driving it on the limit to a high standard. So I think he's the. It's is either Phil Collins of the car world. Well, he, he's 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 either Sting or Phil
0: Collins because they're both rhythm section yeah players, which is hard, isn't it? Very hard. it's meant to be like playing bass and singing the melody is meant to be really difficult. I
1: believe. Well, it'd be like you doing, can imagine it. Be is, like but, doing a Rubik's cube whilst playing Scrabble whilst uh, singing Green Sleeves. You'd be like, what? I can't do all this shit. Yeah. Which
0: Tiff could actually do whilst also power sliding a BMW M coupe around Cadwell Park. He would. But that's because
1: On the, whilst he, he's uh, Tiff. Yeah. he's Whilst ordering another Carpaccio of leather jacket uh, via Bluetooth hands-free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How thin is it?
0: Hold it up to the light. Can you
1: see through it? <laughs> Two microns. Um, too many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless you, Tiff. I love you.
0: Oh, we love you, Tiff. Uh, okay, well, that's that for this. But uh, we will do it again, of course, next week. Until then, thank you ever so much for listening. Goodbye.
1: Bye. I talk about cars and many other things. And that's the point of the many podcast. So there. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, so f- that's why we say it at the top. Yeah, exactly. F- Fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>